When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Jibba-jabba with JPJ. Hey, hey, Devin, it's great to see you. It's been a while. How are you? Uh, I'm great. It's another episode of Jibber Jabber with JPJ, and uh, happy to be here. Oh, me too, but I'm really not happy about this poison ivy that I can't help but scratch. It's the most annoying thing I've ever gotten. I've never gotten poison ivy before, so I'm just going to try to sit here and not scratch this. I'm incredibly irritated right now. Whatever you do, whatever you do, Devin, try to avoid getting poison ivy at all. How did this even happen? I was just in Nashville helping this lady shout out to... Mrs. Pearl, but Mrs. Pearl in Nashville, if you happen to be listening, shout out to you. I really enjoyed the time uh, that I spent with you and the wisdom that you shared with us. But man, me and these uh, me and these kids were uh, doing this yard work and there must have been poison ivy in some of the weeds that I was pulling. But I, but we were all very diligent in calling it out. But it must have like scraped my ankle because I originally Ugh. just had it on my ankle. And it's just I've scratched it a little bit. And now it's all over my it's all over my forearm, my bicep, the side of my body. Now it's spreading to my abdominals. Uh, and it's even on my left leg. It's only getting worse. And I'm putting I'm putting cortisone on it. I'm doing everything I can to keep it down. And it's not getting better. I just want to scratch it. It's so uncomfortable. Oh, my God. Well, I feel you. I had a pretty shitty thing happen to me this week, too. Um, oh, no. Don't tell me it was a bad day. Ivy. It no, wasn't a bad um, day. Oh, thank God. Well, I, I did have a bad day. But <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, no. this, one, this one is life-threatening. So life threatening. Yes. I woke up at four in the morning to a, a beep, 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 beep. Who are you? Jocko like, Willink? <laughs> I never wake up at four. That was the worst experience of my life. I go outside and I see that my carbon monoxide alarm is going off. Oh my gosh. Yes. That's horrifying. Yes. So I'm Why freaking was- out. <laughs> I run into my roommate's room and I'm like, well, I need to get out of the apartment right now. And so I uh, I put my cat in this cat carrier. We run outside. Oh, you took care of your cat before you. <laughs> oh, man. Gosh, I mean, well, good for you. Yeah, he's my son. I have to take care of him. I, um, I get it. I get it. <laughs> but you grabbed your cat and what happened? Uh, we have like a little patio uh, back deck. We're standing there and we're like, we're going to die. So we call 911. And from the time it took for us to go to the back of the apartment to the front, a fire truck is here and six firemen run to our house. You had a whole crew of firemen come over. Yeah. 
Yeah, we oh, uh, went up man. the elevator with them. Three of them went up the stairs. And <laughs> they're all like, oh, with their my... oxygen tanks. And it was very official. And they did the test. And they were like, you just need to change your batteries. Oh, <laughs> thank goodness. You guys are Oh, morons. my gosh. Okay, thank God. That could have been a lot worse. I mean, imagine if there actually was a carbon monoxide leak. That's really terrifying. That yeah, could have been a lot it was worse. so scary because that's never happened to me before. And... <laughs> Also, it's very selfish of the carbon monoxide alarm. I was sleeping. So, I mean, the firemen were like, you guys uh, are fine. This is embarrassing for you. Uh, go back to sleep. Gosh, Luckily, I'm well, that's alive. Nice. There's well, no thank- carbon monoxide. <laughs> oh, Lord. Thank goodness you're here, Devin. Gosh, and that could have been goodness, a lot worse than it was. We have We have Peter and we have Dustin. Oh, my gosh. From- I can't wait to talk to these guys. Holy crap. From they just The Bachelors and the City Podcast. Such good dudes. I can't wait for you guys to hear this conversation. Yeah, you'll hear JPJ, Peter, and uh, Dustin bro out. I'll awkwardly sit in the corner and uh, let them have their fun. <laughs> hey, Peter and Dustin. Great to see you guys. How are things? JPJ, JPJ my man. What oh is my g- up? Not it is good whole- to uh, be here with you. Oh, good as an understatement. I feel like whenever I'm around you guys, somehow we've mystically transported in time back to Malibu in the Bachelor Mansion, and suddenly <laughs> we have nothing to worry about in the world. We're just enjoying our lives, living in the moment. I just feel that with you, especially you, Dustin. I feel like <laughs> I feel like you. I feel like you're really great at that, Dustin. You, you you seem to be so involved with your community and just enjoying living every day. I don't know how you do it, man. You're you're, hey. you're cooking you're cooking all the time, and I, I think I saw you post a like a running photo the other day. You do it all, man, and you're doing guaranteed karma. You really do it all. I really don't know how you do it. I feel like there's like some secret that you have that you're not telling everybody about. You hey. seem like you seem My- like you're always having fun. You're just milking every second. I just I really <laughs> feel that with you. And That's I feel a good like, way to describe it. You only live I, once. Pe- 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 you Pe- only Pe- live once. Peter, so- Peter knows exactly what I'm talking about. Yes, yes, you do only live once. You only live yeah. once. I feel like we we all know we only live once, but we don't act like it. So yeah, dude. Once I, we I, start I, acting like it, that's when we want to tackle tackle on everything. Peter's becoming a runner now. He's uh, no training way. for the marathon. Let's go! No know, way. Are you really, Peter? Legit, never thought that I would ever do this in my entire life. But hey, you truly only live once. And Dustin, it's so true. Dustin is the perfect roommate because he tr- he just has this energy, this like light about and, you. And he, stop. And, and he, and he, know, and he knows not to, and he knows not to misuse it. You know, he, he no. has the ultimate level of chill. He definitely could cross the line. You know, he has that potential to, but he never does. <laughs> but he, he doesn't. Nev- yeah, just he's yeah, he's a good just guy. Like stop. Said, You're making me roommate. blush, guys. This is Dustin Appreciation Day right now. <laughs> Dustin, <laughs> it's my birthday. You... I'm asking, is it? You guys are <laughs> so nice to me right now. I don't know. <laughs> Apparently, but D- Dustin, you really, you know, it really is admirable the number of things that you seem to dip your hands in, and you just look like you're having a good time doing it. I don't know how you do it. Are you training for something right now? You just posted some photos of yourself on a track. Is there something going on there? Yeah, we're getting ready for the marathon, man. Chicago oh. marathon and the New York marathon. And, oh, you're um, do you're doing that too. Dang. We're doing both, and I think I yeah, I'm talking Peter into doing it. So. uh It'll be a good time. We'll raise some money for charities. And, um, yeah, 
That's awesome. <laughs> Heck yeah. Well, obviously we're not in the Bachelor Mansion anymore, but it feels like it whenever I'm around you guys. And I remember when we were in the Bachelor Mansion, you two were always kind of like, you know, buddy-buddy. Like, you guys seemed inseparable, like... From like the first week through, you know, the very limited amount of time that I was on there. And I remember being like really envious of both of you because you guys just seemed so coy and calm. Whereas I always felt like my head was on the chopping block every rose ceremony. I had no idea. I had no idea if I was going into the next round. So I could just feel like the sense of calm that you guys had, especially you, Peter, because I know that you like I like hurt. Like, I know that you didn't really talk about it. And like, I wasn't really, you know, trying to, you know, pry into people's personal business. I was just trying to talk to, you know, as many of, you know, our fellow contestants as I possibly could. But I, I just knew there was a sense of calm that you had throughout Hannah Brown's season. And Peter, like you must have known, like after the first like, night, like that you were going to go pretty far in the whole thing. And did you know that as well? Dude, Dustin? I, I, yeah, actually, I I didn't. I was, I must have done no. a good job of fooling Yo, you guys. You were, in a, you were in your suit. You were in your pilot suit. You knew you were going yeah, all the way. I know. I, know. I like, get out of here. I'll be, I got to talk to her like last. I'm, I'm being honest. Yeah. I, it was, it, there was definitely nerves. We all had nerves. No one knew what was going on. But even after that, like I was so uncomfortable for the longest time. In the pro- I probably just seemed super calm because like I had to say anything. I just, I was yeah, so yeah. nervous. He had a smirk on his face. Every time he got done hanging out with Hannah, he'd just come in and just sit down and just have the biggest smile. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it, I, I know, and it was so obvious that you were going to go far, Peter, because you just kind of had this swag about you, like, oh, I don't have anything to worry about. I'm just going to sit and enjoy this time off from work and well, I'm glad enjoy came traveling. Off that <laughs> yeah, no, for I'll sure, dude. It. And you guys you guys were also hanging out with, uh, it was, I believe it was you guys and Mateo and then sometimes Kevin. That was kind of like... <laughs> your group you, you guys talked to everybody yes. but it was it was mostly if i remember correctly the, the first couple weeks in the house it was you guys and mateo right i yeah I, I haven't seen kevin since but i saw mateo i got to see him i was on a layover in atlanta <laughs> this is this is a while ago actually this is like over, probably over a year ago and that's just such a solid dude great guy i think oh. he was training for a marathon right. at that time too do you there, guys remember Matteo whenever there, he um, was holding his breath underwater? He looked like a dead person in the mansion. He held yeah. his breath for like four or five minutes. <laughs> I do he's, remember he's that. A, yeah. He's a specimen. The guy can walk on his hands, and he had he easily had the best body in the house. I mean, he was just shredded to the bone. Oh, I mean, just the guy was in the, shape. Just how full, you know, the fullness and uh, the <laughs> level of shreddedness was just un- better than Luke Parker, Tyler Cameron. Mateo had the best body, hands down. It wasn't a contest. <laughs> but, but, what group were uh, you in, JPJ? I just kind of floated around. I just tried to talk to as many, like, I tried to talk to everyone I could. I, I, I think Connor and I, you know, like, originally started off, you know, being buddy-buddy, but I, tr- I tried to, like, bro out with as many of the guys as I could because I just didn't know how long I, I, I thought I could have been who chopped. Was, who was your roommate when we started traveling? Wait, no, you were we were bunk mates. You were sleeping right under me, right? Was I? I don't remember. Oh, no, no, no. You were sleeping right next to me. I remember oh, that. Remember yeah. in, the, uh, in the mansion on the bunk beds? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, he was right next to me. I remember that. Damn, I forgot. 
Oh my gosh. Oh, no, he came. Crazy. You, you slipped into our room, right? He switched rooms. Well, you, you switched. That's what it was. That's why we're Someone was snoring. I was, I was above Dylan. I was above. I was right yeah. above Dylan because Dylan would always complain about me pole vaulting into my bed every night because there wasn't a ladder to get into the bed top. Bunk. I remember that. And but I was above Luke. Luke. But Luke but Pe- ass, yeah. But P- Peter, oh. I just have to say, Devin and I were talking about this after doing your podcast last week. We were just like blown away by like how like, normal and non egotistical you've been after you know the huge <laughs> amount of attention you got. I mean, after Hannah Brown season, you blew up. I mean, you you had a, I, I believe you had a million fo- you had a million followers after the finale, and then you got a million more at, you know after your whole Bachelor experience, and you've just. Devin and I were talking about just how impressive of a guy you were. Just the, you know, how down to earth and just, you know, not imposing of, you know, the recent status you've gotten. I mean, Pete. Not you, Dustin. (laughs) 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 Dustin's gone to his head. No, I'm kidding. No, I appreciate that. Those are kind words. Thank you, man. But, 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 but Pete, I mean, seriously, I'm going to go on Google search right now. I'm going to, I'm going to type in just, let's let's type in Peter. Okay. I'm typing in Peter. I don't know if you want to do that. Just Peter. Okay. Look, there's a, there's a photo of St. Peter. Uh, there's Peter Jackson, the filmmaker. I don't know who that guy is. Oh, there, there he is, Peter Weber. Just if you type in your first name on Peter, all the Peters out there, you are one of the you are one of the images that comes up. Man, that's that's and it, and it never seems done like, that. So that's cool. Anyway, I'm just giving you some sort of you know perspective and you know just admiring you know your chill and you know non-imposing disposition. Despite, gosh, dude. You were all over the place. I remember when you were the bachelor, I couldn't go on Instagram or the internet without seeing Peter Weber, you know, new bachelor. Or, you <laughs> oh, know. God. Yeah, but, it's 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 a cool, cool experience for sure. I'm, the way I just kind of always live my life is, you know, just be thankful for it and, you know, don't let anything ever get to your head. Um, we, we're I, so fortunate to have been chosen to have this opportunity, right? And this experience. Yeah, and so, yeah, know, but thank you, man. And I, I really feel that with you. And, you know, it, it's no secret that, you know, the, the Bachelor experience was really tough, you know. And, you know, uh, you and I both know that, you know, the the headlines can really, like, kind of get to your head a little bit. And I think you talked about that a little bit in some of the interviews you've done. Like, But I just don't feel that with you. I feel like you're just kind of, like, on to the next thing. You don't care about, you know, the, the you know, the tornado that the whole Bachelor experience was, as it is for everybody. Uh, for sure. I really don't. I don't really know. Um, I'm not really familiar with like former bachelors and what their experience was like. But what what did you? What was your like process for sort of just putting that behind you and not really, you know, listening to the headlines because it's so uh, debilitating, you know, when yeah. these, when these newspapers seem to be out to get you and you know there's there's all sorts of misinformation out there. Like, how did you stay above it all? Um, I mean, dude, yeah, listen, I'm human, just like everyone. And obviously things can definitely af- affect you, um, especially, you know, in the beginning when you're just not used to it. But I, I kind of always just, you know, I will say I'm very lucky that moving on from that experience, like it, it's, it's been a great experience. And I look back on it, you know, finally, even through all the highs and the lows, but yeah. I've been able to focus on my career, you know, going forward with flying. That's my true passion. You know, people yeah. thought I was going to, I was going to leave that and, um, just no way in hell. Like that's just, that's, you know, what I was born yeah. to do, but. I, I think you're absolutely right. I, you know, because I was on, you know, just to relate to your experience, I was on Bachelor in Paradise and it was rough, dude. And yeah. I remember the best thing was just the very next day, you know, I got dumped. I just went right back to work and threw myself into, uh, you know, the financial analyst role that I was at the time. And it was Honestly, just the I best. Honestly, I feel, yeah, that's the best thing you just, could do. It was the best thing to do. And I, 
completely forgot about it. And then, of course, you know, the headlines uh, came later after that. But Pete, especially after the Bachelor experience, and I know that you just said that you're passionate about flying. Yeah. Pilot Pete, like the name, Pilot <laughs> Pete. I mean, that's just synonymous with your identity now. Like, Sure. Let's, uh, let's take know. this to... I'm curious. Let's just take this to Google search right now. Because, uh, okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Pilot, Pilot Pete. <laughs> you love Pilot, your Google searches. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> Pilot Pete and Kelly, Pilot Bachelor, Pilot Pete Instagram, Pilot Pete Victoria Justice, Pilot Pete. Pi- it's synonymous. I mean, there are all these, there are all these, there are all these Google searches that are associated with, you know, the keywords Pilot Pete. So like, the Pilot Pete has sort of like superseded your identity. Any yeah, I, w- on that? I would agree. I don't, I don't even get called Peter anymore. It's, it's literally Pilot Pete now. So, but hey, it is what it is. I know. I didn't want to be. I didn't want to be disrespectful because I, I've always called you Pete. I, yeah. I'm not sure if you've ever been uh, like offended by that. Even before I knew your Instagram was Pilot Pete, I've just always called you Pete. That's interesting. Yeah, but hey, it's all good, man. It's it's worked out, and I, I don't mind it. So he got it tattooed I, on him. He got it tattooed you, on his ass. Ask him you about got it. it. You got it. Yeah. Tattooed? So my my left my left butt cheek has Pilot, and then my right butt cheek has Pete. <laughs> so it's. Uh, uh-huh. No way. I never would have expected that. I'm just, no, I'm kidding. 100% did not happen. So like, yeah, the the pilot side of you is ingrained into your identity. Did you at all, you went to Baylor, as I understand. And wait, I also have to say, like, before I like talk to anybody over this thing, I go to their LinkedIn and you don't have a LinkedIn, Peter. Correct. No. Why Why don't you have a LinkedIn? Uh, because, I don't know. I just like, as a pilot, you never really like, that was never necessary. It was, uh, coming up through flight training. It was just, it's very different than I think a lot of other jobs, I guess with networking or whatnot. And it just was never something that was necessary, I guess for, for my so, next pilot job. So how do pilots know how good of a pilot you are? Are you a good pilot, Pete? I um, cause a plane crash. <laughs> yeah, you have a, an impeccable safety record. Um, listen, for getting getting it's just like the average person probably won't know it, but you know, getting on with an airline or a major airline, it's all you know predicated on hours, and you know you, you're not going to get on really with that less than a couple thousand flight hours, and so they have records mm-hmm. of all your check rides and seeing if you you know passed them all, if any issues in training coming up. Um, so all that stuff is documented, and um, and that's mm-hmm. kind of. You know, when you when you make that next step, you you go from a you know flight student to a, a, a flight instructor to a regional airline to a major airline, and then um, uh, it's just it's very different. So, but yeah, never had a LinkedIn. Interesting. So, like networking has no effect on how I guess quickly you're able to ascend in the pilot profession. Is that correct? I mean, I wouldn't say that. Like, it's you know they have job fairs throughout the years. The whole goal for a pilot, usually, if you're an airline pilot, is to make it to the major airlines, right? So, mm. United, Delta, mm. American, Mainline, and then there's mm. there's regional airlines that you know service the mainlines. Um, you know, they do the shorter net, the shorter routes, and so. Mm. You're, it's it's very competitive, sure, to get on with a, a major carrier. Think of it like as the majors and the minors of, of baseball. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's pretty difficult. So there are events that you can go to and you can network. Honestly, there may be pilots with LinkedIn's. I just, for me, it was never oh, there. Okay. <laughs> also, you're an entrepreneur now, Pete. Like, you have a lot of other things going on. So. You know what, guys? Oh, yeah. Right after this, I'm going to go on and sign up for LinkedIn and make a profile. So <laughs> That's a go. great idea. You never <laughs> you know who's going to reach out to you.
With HelloFresh, you get fresh pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. And that's why it's America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh cuts out stressful meal planning and grocery store trips with less prep, less effort, and minimal cleanup so you can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in just about 30 minutes. Choose from 50 menu and market items each week, from vegetarian meals to craft burgers and extra special gourmet options all available. There's something for everyone to enjoy, with all recipes designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. HelloFresh offers the flexibility you need to easily customize your order on the app within minutes. Easily change your delivery day, food preferences, plan size, or skip a week whenever you need. I love HelloFresh because it saves me a bunch of time. I don't have to go to the grocery store. I don't have to think about or plan what I'm going to eat for the week. I just click a few buttons on my laptop and food just shows up at my door ready to be cooked. And I've never had to worry about eating boring food because HelloFresh is always delicious. Go to HelloFresh.com slash JPJ and use code JPJ14 for up to 14 free meals plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash JPJ14 and use code JPJ14 for up to 14 free meals plus free shipping. Have you ever looked into a mirror and practiced your pilot voice? (laughs) (laughs) I... I, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you purposely go like, uh, for, or is that a thing that each pilot like has to do as a joke? <laughs> so that is a thing. A lot of pilots do talk like that and, and I do it too. I'm guilty of it too. It's just like, I think it kind of sounds good on the radio. So like maybe that's a little bit like subconscious, but also like when you're transmitting, like pilot talk is very different than just normal, like how we're talking right now, the way you're, you're, um, you know, relaying instructions back and forth. It's just, it's very different. So it's a lot going on. And so I think that's just like a, a gap for our brains to kind of like process, okay, the next instruction and our call sign and what radio we're about to intercept and what altitude we're climbing to and level up. Like there's just a lot going on. So I think that's just maybe like a brain gap to, I don't know, it, but it's a thing. A lot of pilots talk <laughs> like that. That's really, what's your call sign? Uh, my call. Viper? <laughs> Hey, it's Pilot Pete, baby. It's just oh, Pilot no Pete. Way. No, oh, no. I'm, I'm kidding. We, when we fly, we just have uh, it's a flight. You know, it'd be United. You know, fifty-two, uh, fifty or something. Just uh, gotcha. You have United, Do- and then the number. Oh, interesting. How, how was your skill level assessed as a pilot? Skill level is um, well. You have check rides every. Uh, you know, in the, in the major in the airline industry, every nine months going in for a checkout, and um, they'll put you through maneuvers. You know, engine failures on takeoff. We call them V one cuts, and uh, they'll put you through yeah, what, whatever kind of emergency situation, and y- you have to pass that every nine months to be qualified for another nine months of flying with the FAA. So you'll get random line checks from the FAA, um, from check airmen mm. with, the, with the airline, and um, you're. Again, it's just it's always it's a profession where your skill you can't afford to let your skill deteriorate at all. It always has to be very sharp, and um, we do a really good job of, of making sure that's the case. So wow. I'm incredibly afraid of flying. Can you tell me how to not be like how to, Fly- how do I grow up? <laughs> how do you grow up? 
I'm so um, afraid of planes. That, that's so interesting because statistically speaking, I'm pretty sure you have a greater chance of dying like in a bus crash. In a car, on the yeah. way to the on the way to the airport. That's always the thing I tell people. Yeah. It's more dangerous to get to the airport. If I could say though, I would rather die in a bus crash than a plane crash. Yeah, yeah I agree. No, how, I how, agree. About, how about we just have no crashes? Actually, <laughs> I'm scared of planes too. I don't, D- I, Dustin's terrified. So I hate I hate flying. I took him for an awesome flight around the city oh, here oh, in New York, and he oh, was like, man. "You were enjoying it," but I looked back, and he was just like white knuckles and so nervous. <laughs> and uh, some people are just like that. Listen, I you know I tell people that are scared. a lot of people have that fear, and I'm not gonna say it's irrational. You're scared of what you're scared of, and it is what it is. But um, Truly, the uh, where we've gotten to the safety record of aviation is just it's so good now. And um, the airplanes, I, the, what I tell people is the airplanes we fly in now, the redundancy that's built into all the systems is incredible. Like you have no idea how many times a system could fail and we're completely fine. Um, you as a passenger probably would never even know that that system failed, whether it be a hydraulic pump or whatever it may be. Uh, there's just so much redundancy built into it that keeps us so safe. And then, like I said, just the training, the U.S. airline industry is, is the best in the world with that. So um, Interesting. Pete, let me, let me ask you a question because sometimes, you know, on a long flight, there will be a little bit of turbulence. And the, I, I need to know, at what point do I need to be concerned during the turbulence? Like, is, my, <laughs> is, like, is, your, is your safety ever in danger during the turbulence? Because there have been a few times the plane has, like, dropped. And I felt it felt like I was on a roller coaster. Like, is there ever a time it, you should be concerned as a passenger on a plane? Listen, r- turbulence, just, you just got to think of it as you're just driving down a bumpy road. Right. So when you're going off roading, if you're ever doing that, you're probably not terrified when you feel the car shaking. Literally, all you do is, is it's a bumpy road. You're you're feeling just differences of air pressure in the air. Oh, okay. um, you know, different That's winds. Great. So um, we don't have to worry about the plane snapping in half and, you know, me looking down, you know, 50,000 feet or however high I am. <laughs> like it's sometimes sometimes during turbulence, my mind likes to go to that place. And it's a pretty horrifying thought. So no, people, I, yeah, they, they get scared of it. But I, I think it's because we have no control. We also don't see what's in front of us. Very true. Right. So it's like, right. Right. Yeah. If we were in a car, couldn't see nothing. And it's just, true. Yeah. Blindfolded, we'd probably be terrified. You're putting, you you're putting all turbulence? your trust. Do you like uh, knowing that you're better than the passengers and that you know it will be fine, but passengers <laughs> are freaking out during it? Well, we, you know, we try to obviously always avoid you're always avoiding turbulence if at all possible i mean there is what's called it's called cat clear air turbulence so you can't see it it's not there's it's not associated with a, a weather storm or a cumulonimbus you know huge thunderstorm that's developing it's just differences in air pressure and wind and whatnot um but we always do our best to find the smoothest flight levels uh you're always talking with atc and other airplanes around you and truly just to rest all your worries there's nothing to worry about. We're trained to avoid the serious stuff. Like th- you're not flying through thunderstorms. You're avoiding that, um, you know, at all costs. And those Man. wings, a lot of people get scared when they see the wings flutter, right? They see them yeah, like shaking and they're horrifying. like, uh-oh. I hate that. Oh, it's a shock absorber. They're designed. You wouldn't uh-huh. want the wing to be rigid. Else that's what, you know, cause it to snap. You want it to have mm. some give so it can right. absorb, you know, all those bumps you're going through. And it's stressed to, airplanes are stressed to withstand so much more than they'll ever face. So you got nothing to worry about. Interesting, man. Yeah. How old? How old were you when you were finally able to start flying airplanes? I was nineteen. Nineteen oh, when I started. Man. Oh my yeah. gosh! But, so, like, but like when you completed all the flight school and you're you oh, like got reached the point where you're ready to be, you know, when a, an airline pilot. Yeah, I was. Uh, well, airline pilot. I flew my first jet at twenty. I flew my first for my first airline at twenty three. 
Uh, I was a captain at 25 and then got on with the main line Delta at 26 and then just got on here at United at 29. Interesting. So, wow. Yeah. Dang. I gotta yeah. have you. I gotta have. I gotta have you on a flight, bro. You gotta come on, and yeah, uh, you gotta dude, come up to the I, cockpit, show you around. Dude, I, I I love those Instagram stories that you used to post of like the full time lapse of like takeoff to landing. Those were so cool because it gave you like such perspective of like what what the pilot sees. You never see like what's in front of you, and right, like, it, it, you know, and it just gives you such appreciation for you know. I've driven across the country, you know, single-handedly multiple times, and it takes a long time. But like, it's just <laughs> insane how fast those freaking planes go, man. They're about to go I even mean, faster, gosh. dude. We're gonna we got the boom jet coming. Oh, Mach I saw 1. that. One point seven, twenty twenty-nine. That, that's United Airlines that. Uh, yeah. Developed. Is that why you switched to from Delta to United? No, no, it just, but uh, as soon as I switched that announcement came out, I'm like, best decision ever. Oh um, my gosh. This is a question for both you and Dustin. Um, have you guys ever joined the Mile High Club? <laughs> and I feel like both of you have. I have oh. no, no comment on <laughs> that. I have question. not. I would like to. Maybe one that day. means yes for Peter. Sorry to be yeah. going to. Sorry to be sorry to be that guy, but after, <gasps> after the windmill, I, you know, I suppose that's undeniable. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I, no disrespect. I'm going to stick with the the no comment on that question. <laughs> that's so so on autopilot. Wait, you, you know, Peter, yeah. Peter's actually Wait, funny. Pete. The other day, the other day, this girl I've been talking to, um, Peter's like, you know what, guys, yo. I'll make. I'll do something romantic for you guys. I'll take you guys up in a plane. You guys can hang out in the back, and I'll take you guys around. Okay, I, my thought process was to be like a good friend. Like I was gonna like put a curtain up, like give you your privacy, but I was gonna get you a cool experience. Like, is that weird to be awesome? So he was saying he was gonna give me an opportunity to join the mile high club. I said, I said, I said, I would again. Maybe it's weird in my mind. It, it did put the curtain up. Like, yeah, right. I'll put a curtain up. Your ass and would be back I'll, there. I'll fly around, you know, around New York City at night. Like, what a romantic! I don't know. <laughs> this Maybe would be a good roommate. This would be Pete. This would be Pete. Right? <laughs> Dude, I'm not weird like that. That's not. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Jeez, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, Get it, Dusty. <laughs> Dusty, Wait. calm down. There's a little bit too much turbulence right now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Pete, Pete, did you ever get to take Hannah Brown for a flight or like any of your other like perspective significant to others? I did. I actually got to fly a lot of a lot of the girls from the show. I got to fly. I took Hannah flying for hometowns. I remember actually we joked about it because Stagecoach was going on at that oh, weekend right. that we were filming, and she was oh, a country man. fan. So, and I've flown out there to like. Palm Palm Springs a bunch for for stagecoach. So oh, I was like, nice. you know what? Should we just like not come back to production and just like just go and like enjoy like the night at the concert and just never come back until the next oh, day? Oh my gosh! Um, you totally obviously have done that. It was a joke, but uh, then we came back and then yeah, I got to fly. I flew Kelly um, and flew Victoria. Nice in Cleveland. Gosh, that's kind of the yeah. ultimate date, and that's incredible. Like, how many people like go on a f- flying date? That's just such an unusual thing. What the yeah. heck? No, I mean, obviously, I was all for it. It was, uh, those are the, were, yeah, some of the most fun dates for me, for sure. Were, were you at, like, when, uh, look, I, you know, I, I was taking a hiatus from the whole Bachelor experience, so I really don't know a whole lot about your season, but I understand that Hannah Brown, like, came back to, like, 
try to see you. And I remember seeing you at Demi's house. You were like totally over her. But like, I could understand the dilemma that you were in because you were probably thinking like, uh oh, like is Hannah Brown like here to like try to get me? Like there are definitely outside forces that are creating pressure on this situation. Like I know you had to have been like over Hannah Brown at that moment. But so I would imagine that you were battling, okay, what is ABC going to do to me if I totally like deny, you know, Hannah's, you know, approachment to me? So like, was that at all an issue for you when she came back to visit you on your season? Um, you know, it, it just was like, it, truly in my, my head, my mindset at that point was, you know, I, I thought I was good. I was trying to move on. Like it, it wasn't that far removed from the whole experience. Um, it, it, yeah, it confused me. It definitely confused me. Um, it kind of makes sense for them to do it. And then I remember that first night I saw her and I was like, okay, um, thought that was kind of going to be the end of it. You know, just, you know, she came, did a nice gesture left and then they had that date with her as well. And that's, yeah. that's why the show is entertaining, right? They, they know what they're yeah. doing and they yeah. put you in situations that confuse you and, you know, get you emotional and stuff. And yeah, yeah. they were, we're just human beings, right. That feel things. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Do you guys cool. ever want to date in the Bachelor verse or are you just so over it? It feels good to me to kind of get out of Bachelor Nation. Like, I love doing the podcast, the recaps, but not everyone needs to know my love life business. You know, I don't like everyone in my, I, I don't know. Yeah, just I wouldn't want, I wouldn't feel comfortable how Pete was back in the day where everyone was talking about his relationships, this and that. I would, I would hate that. I honestly. feel that. Yeah, dude, I feel that. I feel like, and Pete, just after your experience, that just yeah. made me not want to do it even more because I just know you're such a well-intentioned guy. Like, you know, they can take, you know, any dude like yourself and, you know, make you feel things that you typically wouldn't feel. And as you know, you're in a really non-typical environment. The entire time you had no access to, you know, an outside perspective. I Like, I remember even, I think you had a disagreement with your mom and like you even said, like, you know, I think you were like, oh, I really like Maddie. But I mean, th it just goes to show like the there were outside influences that were making you feel things and, and act on things that you typically wouldn't act on. And so there were influences that were making you sort of like do things that you wouldn't typically do. Yeah. I, I, I see what you're saying. Um, there's a lot of, a lot of stuff that uh, a lead has to go through. I've wondered that. Yeah. To myself, you know, why, why did they cause certain scenarios to happen? Um, you know, that maybe didn't need to happen. And at the end of the day, like, look, it's entertainment, it's a business and they're trying to create one of the highest ratings they can get. And that's, you know, unfortunately, um, that's the number one goal. So like to kind of answer your question before, like, right. I'm so excited to like, you know, it, it for me, it, I'm not saying I wouldn't ever date someone from the franchise. I'll never say never, but there is an excitement to like, kind of uh, leave that behind, yeah. you know, leave that behind and just like uh, and not have your relationship so public and that pressure that comes along with that. That to yeah. me seems really beautiful. Yeah. Are you yeah. guys on dating apps or are you on like Raya, the celebrity dating app? I am not on any dating app. Um, Wait, Peter, are you going to do, in the, this question goes for you, Dustin, would either of you do Bachelor in Paradise? I know you said you'd want to like, it'd be a cool move to pull up on the beach and then, uh, fit in a, what was it like a uh, like a water plane? <laughs> oh, <I see. laughs> yeah, um, you know I don't know for sure. Obviously, it didn't happen this year, and who knows? You know where? Put it this way: I hope that I, I hope that I 
would never consider paradise for next year because I'm in a beautiful, happy relationship by that, by that time come next year, we're going to have to make that decision. So, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I think that's, I think that's really smart. And, you know, it just, after the experience you went through and I just know that. Well, I you never, tell, you tell I, me, would you, would you ever do it again? No, never, no, <laughs> never, no. I, I got what I needed to out of it. Like it was great, but like, like the, you said, the, like, like you said, the, like it, you, you can't like, I, I think I would be able to handle it differently now, but again, I would never go put myself through that. But like, I was, I was so unaware of how like the headlines and what, you know, how other people's perceptions, and especially when it's all like thousands of people, you know, when, yeah. they, when a lot of them, you know, think one thing that isn't necessarily true. I, I, I right. don't think, I didn't think I'd be able to like, take that emotional baggage off and walk away from it. But it's something that kind of like sticks with you for a little bit. And that's something I struggled with a little bit after the show was just being able to walk away from everything and to just, you know, allow me to define myself rather than all of these people, you know, throwing labels at me and constantly inquiring into my personal life. I just, for sure. I, I didn't, th- I, I really miscalculated that whole aspect of the experience and it was probably the most detrimental in my opinion and i'm sure you know you can agree yeah no i i hear you. and, and the re- only reason i even like <laughs> i just you know finishing like the, the the whole show doesn't necessarily work for me the only reason i even consider paradise is i've heard that it's it's a lot you actually have a lot more time with each individual person you can hang out with one person all, like that just doesn't happen on the show but here on paradise like it's a lot it's a lot easier to cultivate a relationship, like a real legit relationship in Paris. Maybe I'm wrong. It's just that's what I no. heard. So. No, you're absolutely right. I would imagine that uh, the, you know the bachelor setting is very similar to the bachelorettes, where you know you got a very specific time allotment, sure. and that's it. You know, you're not just able to aimlessly sort of chat with each but other. Paradise kind of are, yeah. Yeah, you're just sitting around all day, you know, with nothing to do. So you know, it, sure. It, it, that that that's what sort of made allowed it for me to open up a little bit more because I just, gosh, the whole bachelorette experience was just really strange. Like, oh, for I, sure. just, I just knew after like going in to talk to her that she'd already made out with five other people. It just felt really weird for me. You know, yeah. that wasn't, that wasn't the case in bachelor in paradise. I was a- I actually able to have real talk, but Peter will, Peter will never say never to <laughs> bachelor in paradise. Just hey, for the record. Life is, life is too short. And, uh, this is, may sound weird. It's probably one of the things I'm most grateful for is a lot of like that, just that, that whole process, because uh, I've learned to like, I, maybe before I wasn't like this so much. Like I've learned to kind of just like shut out the stuff that really doesn't matter. And you're kind of right. like, it's trial by fire going through an experience like this. Cause there's so many opinions, you know, whether they're good, whether they're bad, but at the end of the right. day, like all that matters is how you feel, you know, your, your, your family, your closest friends, what, what is their opinion? And yeah, it, it's so, e- it's so easy to get a lot like, wrapped up in that and care about like the opinions of people that literally you don't even know, like, yeah. don't even know what they look like, their first name. Yeah. And it's just, a mess- it, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, it's just the growth that come that came from that for me to like get some tough skin and just like, or tougher skin. It, it was, yeah. uh, I'm thankful for that. And at the end of the day, like just keep, you know, I always love to just preach gratitude and appreciation. Life's too short. To ha- hates for the, the little people is what I always say. And yeah. uh, I want to live in a frequency that's so much higher than that. And um, I I preach that every day of my life. So 
Yeah, well, dude, and I, I can really feel that with you too, Pete. You know, A, you know, I, I definitely feel that you've grown some tougher skin. You know, just, just you're sitting there looking at me like, what question are you going to ask? You wanna, you're going to ask me something tough or embarrassing? <laughs> you're going to try to throw me under the bus, JPJ? Which I, wouldn't, which I would never do. No, course. you would but never, been, dude. But no, but but I can just tell, like you know, I, I really, you know, I really feel as though you know you've become a lot more. And again, you know, uh, you know, we haven't spent you know hours upon hours with each other. But I can really feel that you you've definitely like grown a thicker skin, and I, I definitely sense the gratitude within you. Like I feel no malice. I feel I feel you know you you seem really unscathed by the entire process, and uh, I just think it's really impressive and admirable, Pete. No, man. Hey, I appreciate that. It's where you put your energy, what you focus on. And that's what I, that's what I try to do. But I would say it's the same for you, bro. You, you have a, all you guys, this is, I think we have a great, great energy, the three of us. And, um, We should hang out sometime. We, sh- we should hang Dude, out sometime. I'll, I'll definitely have to stop in uh, the city next time I drive by and, uh, we'll have to chill because I feel like it would be a really good time. Oh, 100%. We'll we- uh, crack open some JPJs and, We'll have ourselves a night. Make it happen yeah. soon, man. Make it happen soon. Yeah. Before summer's I, over, right? Well, all right, thank you, guys, you so much for coming. Thank you, guys. Of course. Yeah. Great. And uh, congrats on the new podcast. Yeah. You guys are going to absolutely kill it. You guys uh, are going to kill it. I'm super excited for you guys. Yeah. Likewise, Thanks. dude. Likewise. Well, I certainly hope that you guys enjoy the conversation that I had with Pilot Pete and Dustin Kendrick. What a bunch of cool, chill guys. I really enjoyed talking to them. I think we can definitively say that Peter is one of the more skilled pilots flying in the air. And Dustin, what an interesting guy. He really does it all. He's an entrepreneur. The Best of luck to him with Guaranteed Karma. Make sure you guys check that out. It's a great business for a great cause. I don't think we'll ever see a bad outfit from that guy in the nose ring. He just knows how to work it. What a cool guy. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening to Jibber Jabber with JPJ, and we can't wait for you guys to tune in next week. Jibber Jabber with JPJ! Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.